Hey, hey, welcome to Pretty Corrupt Podcast, your inside guide to celebrity scandals and the reality of reality TV. I'm Jordan Ross Myers, creator of Twitter's notorious Don Gumbelson and Lee Radswell. Along with my co-hosts here, Stacey Noel Connor and Nate Safer, this week we are diving into Nepo Babies, MTV's upcoming Real Friends of West Hollywood, Prince Harry's chaotic press tour and his wild revelations about the royal family, and of course, the PCP exclusive on Lisa Rinna's firing from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Long time no pod. Hello. <laughs> We've missed you. I've missed oh. you terribly. <laughs> it has been. We actually have not seen each other in like three weeks. Yeah. So, missed your faces. This shame I've been fine. Him. <laughs> I've been good. Rude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. You know, at the holidays, this face is a little different. I think it's a little puffier. I got so it was mine. I I gave pounds. the fillers the finally settling. <laughs> yeah, you look good. The fillers being late night binges of like all the candy. Every you know, it's the holidays, so well, this Santa is the poisoned time, me with carbs. This is the time to look like jolly and festive and a little plump. You know, you June, June, July, August. That's when you're supposed to be gaunt. Yeah. So you got time. It's okay. You got time. They they can resupply Ozempic and you'll be good. Yeah, as in to say, I'm like, I don't know if Ozempic, the maker of Ozempic wants to sponsor this, but um Well, we kind of look like the after photos, so we probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. Well, this is the thing, is that I think it's crazy. We talked about Wagovi Ozempic about a year ago when Nobody was really talking about it. It was not mainstream. Mm-hmm. Like there was, I picked up on it on a little bit in a couple like little articles. And then, and over, especially the last three months, it has just blown up where everybody's talking about it. 60 Minutes is doing stuff like everybody's talking about it. And I'm just kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> we were We've on been talking it. about it. You heard it here first. You heard it now here everyone first. Does. I mean, yeah, now everyone, now everyone we talk about and watch on TV does it. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even—I don't even know if you could call it like a—it's not even like a shameful secret. People, except for like maybe maybe Chloe's in denial, but, but a lot of <laughs> but a lot of them, it's just like casual. Okay, that's what I would say. It's at least so in social settings, it's casual conversation now. People are like, "Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm on Ozempic. I just started like a month ago." Or, Mm-hmm. It's a miracle drug. Yeah, it's like diet pills in the eighties. Same thing, right? Meth yeah, in I the wonder. 70s. Meth, yeah, exactly. Co- cocaine in the seventies. Oh, cocaine. Yeah, in like the, say, most of the nineteen hundreds. I feel like. Yeah, it's <laughs> just like I don't know what the fallout, like the side. You know how like we find out generations later what our grandmothers did for diets was like horror. Look, cigarettes. We've found out and those well, amphetamine they were on meth pills. too yeah yeah like, those housewives were given uppers and downers like they were on a judy garland cocktail as well so and so I, I just wonder like 40 years from now looking back at pictures it would be like like that's that's where grandpa jordan that was look if we want to make america great again 
okay, then give me methamphetamines to keep me thin. You know, give me give me a house that I only have to pay five hundred dollars a month mortgage on. Like, then let's make that happen. Like, there, then there are certain things I want in order to go back in time. But I don't think it. Uh, but no, if we've got if we've got Ozempic, then no, I don't need to. <laughs> we've got Ozempic, and we've got a a uh, billion dollar mega millions coming up on Tuesday, the day that this comes out. So I'm going to make it rain. I'm going to win a billion dollars. I'm just saying it now. Yeah. I am. I'm, I'm, as they keep saying on TikTok, it's gone viral. I was like, oh, well, we've seen this all before, but it's like, I am so lucky. I get everything I want. Like everything comes to me and I'm like, let's do this. Let's every, that billion dollars is coming to me. There you go. If I'm no longer on the pod and you can't find me, you know what happens. <laughs> it's either murder or billion dollars or both. Or both. Mine's in the same. Or both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good, good, good luck. Yeah. And if you, you don't win, there's going to be another. Dollars. What? You were born with a billion dollars? No, but the hot topic this week has been. The people we love and worship, Nepo babies. Oh yeah, the best kind. So this podcast is kind of dedicated to. So it's interesting to see that like take over the headlines. Like it's shocking or new. Yeah, yeah. how is this a new? <laughs> yeah, like it a, was not a new thing. <laughs> like I was like I was like like you understand like like most countries. Like before, before 1900, we're all based on a nepotism system, and it was called monarchies. Mm. Like, like the entire like aristocracy that is nepo babies. Like mm-hmm. everything is nepo babies, and, and I'm sorry, a lot of corporate America is nepo babies. Like many C level people, guess what? Their fathers were C level people. Like they already had these ends to these industries and stuff like that. When they talk about like, I mean, how many of us? have friends who took over their parents' companies. Yes. Law f- or law firms or their, you know, doctor's practices, things like that. I mean, I'm sorry. It's nothing new. These Nepo babies are nothing new. I've been up against them since I came out here. I mean, we talk about the when they say Nepo baby, my first thought, I guess it's been focused a lot, this conversation on entertainment. I'm like, have you guys not heard of... <laughs> Tori's Tori spelling. Yeah, right? you know, in this in all this it discourse, didn't turn out so well for her, but well, it's turned out better for her than Randy. But in all yeah, yeah in all this in all this discourse of people hey. making fun of all the Nepo babies, I was shocked that the spellings were not brought up. That's just disrespectful. I know. You know, I saw one article review. You know, it was the big article where they listed them off and they left certain people out. And they said, like, Paris Hilton doesn't even count because that's literally so beyond that her brand is being born rich. So it's not, it's different. She's not, a lot of these Nepo babies keep it on the DL. Yeah. You know, you you have to go on their wiki and notice their parents are highlighted in blue and then click over and find out, oh, hey, that that indie actress in Silver Lake was actually born in the Palisades. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but so people, they did like they said, Paris is just so out there. It's not a secret. Tori, I mean, iconic. That's why I like her. I don't, 
know her shows so well, but I appreciate her. I appreciate her family. Well, there's really just the one. Sort of. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. And then what are the others? Who are they? We have. There's so, there's so many. Like, honestly, there's so many. And I won't even attack, like, the old ones. Like, like I'm like, Jamie Lee Curtis, Drew Barrymore, like, yeah. you know. She's an OG. It's like. Yeah. Yeah, but, but she was, you know, sometimes if the if the child like surpasses the fa- I, 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 yeah, I, could, I would say Jamie yeah. Curtis probably. I mean, her dad was pretty damn she famous. Had too famous. Yeah, yeah. and Vivian yeah. Lee was too. Um, or Janet Lee, excuse me, Vivian Janet Lee, Lee. Yeah, yeah, excuse like me, sorry, Scarlett O'Hara. Yeah, yeah, I wish. Um, but you know, I mean, she her success, I'd say probably it it maybe equaled, probably maybe not more. I would say, and well, Jamie, Jamie Lee's a lot been able to, and luckily with the times, had a longer career than her mother. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, because luckily as times have changed and she's been able to uh, keep working and as, as they've like, it's still not where it should be, but like as role more and more roles open up for older actresses and we're not, it's not confined that like, as soon as you are 35, you're a grandma basically, which is what, when Janet Lee was coming up and stuff. So. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, she's thriving. She has the chicest wind chimes. The chicest wind chimes. She also has the chicest like dog collars and like, Oh man, that's, that's actually one of my favorite things ever. Is the is the Brad Goreski making fun of that scene when he does it on his IGs with the with the the wigs and everything? And I was, that's one of the best ones that he does. Although he's pretty good at like all of them, but that was one of the best ones. <laughs> the chicest, chicest. Oh man! Well, we're gonna get to see more of him on our TVs now because he has. Yay! Yay! Yeah, he's on the. Was it the real, the real friends of West Hollywood? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Re, the real friends of, we, of WeHo. That's it on MTV. So yup, that starts uh, Friday. I'm seeing like, like I just found out about that. It's not something like I heard whispers of or yeah. The trailer just dropped like anything. last week, right? Some or, yeah. I found about it. Found out about it on Twitter the same day everyone else did. Sounds well, but was. Okay, was that the show that Patrick Summers was talking about filming a part of? Oh, you mean Patrick Summers, that the that Lisa Rinna, like the guy, yeah, was, yeah like because he was talking, but he was talking about like real husbands, I thought, mm. of like West Hollywood or something. But what if it would ended up being this show? I don't. Yeah, because sometimes these shows change from um, they change their titles. Yeah. R-H-O-N-Y was like Moms in Manhattan. Yep. And then it just kind of, so maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. I think they should have a better name than Friends. Yeah, it's a dumb name. Yeah. Something, yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a spoof, a parody. Yeah, it does. It does. But anyway, I I was like, oh, well, the, the reason, the way I found out about it was from a different tweet that was um, from a this guy named Chris, Chris Salvatore, who is a big OnlyFans, apparently, star. And he wrote that last year, three gays from a certain reality show refused to film with me for having an OnlyFans. So I was fired by production after filming for 
only a week. That's about all I can say for now. And then he's got the little emoji covering his mouth. And I saw his, uh, from his Twitter, saw his like OnlyFans trip. Like he's apparently looks like a really legit big OnlyFans star. Mm. And, and apparently he's been on the show Fire Island um, before. So, so he, he's, he's been on reality TV, but his, that little trailer was hot. I'm not gonna lie. Like he was hot. I was telling, before we recorded, I was telling Jordan and Nate, I was like, now I know that I am not his cup of tea, but the way he filmed that, like he was my cup of tea for that. I was like, God damn, this man is hot. Like, I don't care if he's bisexual. Like, let's do this. He well, was hot. Just so. wait, just wait until the trailer for Jordan's OnlyFans drops. It is Ooh. spicy. <laughs> it will be spicy. <laughs> I've, I think I've talked about it on here. I toyed with my, the idea of OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! We'll see. You're just showing like one chest hair yeah. at a time. It's going one <laughs> like one button reveal, down the on slow the polo. Reveal. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There are fetishes for everything out there. As long as you can make it lucrative. Yeah. No shame. Yeah. Get your money. So, but that's the way I heard about this show, and then I Who looked else it is up, on it? and I was like, Todrick Hall's on it, and I was like. Okay, I'm still going to watch it, but I'm not very happy about Todrick Hall being on there because he's, no, no. He's mean. He's just a mean person. I don't think he's a good person. You know, I don't, I'm, I don't know him personally at all. I know, okay, two things. He was on that show with Teddy, right? Celebrity Big Brother. Yes. Teddy Mellencamp. But um, on, I will say I've had to coordinate or tag him in post, things like that for a client. And I will say he's professional on social media and that all I know is it gets seen immediately, liked and shared the story immediately for, so that's, I've never chatted with him or anything, but just based on um, sharing things I do. I well, yeah, was like, thank you. Cause he's got to get his name out because he's, he's got to pay rent and he's got to mm. pay people. He hasn't been paying. Cause that's what people yeah. accuse him of. Like, if we want to even take Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother out of it, like what he pulled there of like truly like lying on people and thinking he could get away with it. Like, it's not like you're new. You're not a new reality star that nobody knows. Like you're already an established, a relatively established celebrity. So you you do have to, like you can't, you cannot be an asshole. Like like get that, like, if you're known for being a snake as a reality star, then you can you can still play that type. But yeah. no. So How yeah, it turned a lot he... of people. And then a lot of stuff came out about him not paying people and treating people poorly. And Yeah, I was going to say, he, he did like a video series showing off the dream mansion he had purchased. And then the landlord came out and mm. said, I own it and he owes me rent back rent. Red How flag. did he think he was going to sneak yeah. that one by? I know. People do it all the time. I mean, dude, we got we got some guy elected to Congress who That's literally true. lied about mm. everything. He lied about everything. Well, and then yeah, he just lied about everything. I don't even know if that's his real name. Oh god, probably not, no. I, I don't think those are his lips. I definitely think he has lip filler in there. I keep looking at him every time I'm like, is that lip filler? It looks like George lip filler. George Santos? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> That boy's got some lip filler. That boy's on some Ozempic as well because he's lost some weight too. 
You know, mm-hmm. he probably will say it's stress from lying, but, I, but I'll be like, you probably lied your entire life. That's not stress. No. Yeah. Admit, at least admit you're on Ozempic. Can we just admit that? If I was in Congress, like the way they were this past weekend with the whole thing, the whole like electing a speaker thing, all I can say is I wouldn't listen to a word. I would be stuck staring at myself in the camera. Oh, of course. All those different angles. Analog, kind of like how we do on this podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would, I would, I mean, you have a huge auditor. The, you have the house and cameras everywhere. C-SPAN would be like a mirror and I'd be, so I could, I could see losing. Maybe that's the secret. I don't need a Zempa. I need to get into Congress. <laughs> 360 cameras around me so I could see every angle. I like it. They'd be like decla- they'd be like declaring world war and I'd be like stroking my chin and like touching my arm. <laughs> I think it would work. Yeah. You know, you you go give Adam Schiff a run for his money. There we go. <laughs> you go you'd be like Adam I don't think you've been intelligent enough. (laughs) (laughs) They'd think I voted for things, but I was really just like standing up to adjust my shirt. (laughs) That's on MTV, which is, I mean, I wonder if they're trying to, they're obviously trying to reach a different demographic with this show. Mm -hmm. Well, they've got RuPaul's Drag Race on now. Oh, yeah. Well, what is even so is RuPaul's Drag Race? What what is the demographic for MTV these days? All they do is play ridiculousness twenty four hours a day. They like have no programming anymore. Honestly, so I hope maybe this is them getting away from ridiculousness because like that's look. I don't think a thirty something year old woman still watching MTV because I grew up with it. Mm-hmm. Like we all grew up with MTV. So even though they're not playing music videos anymore, I was like, I don't care. It's like the real world. It's this, it's that, it's basketball wise. Well, that's VH1, but you know, yeah. it's it's like the same. But yeah, anytime you went to MTV, it was ridiculousness. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not a 13 year old boy now. And this is and Rob Deirdrek is like 55 now. Like, yeah. let's get real. Yeah. Yeah, that show is not. That man's too old to be hosting that kind of a show. Like, even <laughs> even Ashton Kutcher is not ho- hosting like punked anymore. Like, let's get real. It's true. So um, but real quick, did y'all see the funniest thing I saw today was that apparently Ilaria Baldwin had like a million Instagram followers on her birthday yesterday because her husband, speaking of Nepo babies, because <laughs> her husband. <laughs> Nepo spouses. Like begged people, was like, it would be the best thing that you could do for my wife to, to give her. You have to go online. You have to see it. It's just, it's the most ridiculous thing about like, and, and I want to go to Alec. You're like a 65 year old man begging for for Instagram followers for your wife. Mm. That I guess you must love her. You must love her yeah. a lot because that is. He's. De- I mean, they're right. I don't know. If she's. I don't know. If she's his ride or die. I could see her eventually leaving him and getting like what well, nine kids. Well, she's locked in with the seven support. kids. Yeah, the, the, none seven. of those kids is turning eighteen in in some time. So. So she's good, but 
But he's, I mean, he stands by her, even when she's like been blasted and proven to be a, a liar, allegedly, yeah. I guess. How dare <laughs> you say that about Hillary? Uh, he defends her. He's really, he's really wrapped up in her. So Yeah, he is right. That's kind of pathetic. I mean, that's kind of pathetic. He's one of the great stars, you know. He's, he's always willing older- to put his foot in it. You know what I mean? Like, it, 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 He's always willing to stand up for what he thinks is right, even when it's wrong. But on this one, when it comes to his wife. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's what yeah. I mean. He's a movie star, a TV star, all this stuff. He's an older gentleman at this point, chasing, trying to make his younger wife happy by begging people for... In- Can you imagine if, like, I don't He's know. also an accidental murderer. Mm, oh, I forgot <laughs> allegedly. About that one. Um, I don't know yeah. if it's alleged. Well, I mean, manslaughter. Manslaughter. Well, no charges yet. I think they're charges. I just said ac- I said accidental. Mm-hmm. I said accidental. Has anybody looked? Is oh, this, no, but- is Ireland following uh, Hillary? Because I, I don't know what their relationship is. Because Ireland and her, I want it to be tense. I want it to be everything like a that family's tense. Evil stepmother, like I would, I would hate her if I were Ireland, because Ireland basically grew up kind of an only child, and it was all going to be hers. And now this bitch Hilaria comes along, and her inheritance is down to one eighth of what it was just a few years ago. So. You know, that's when that Nepo baby definitely has to get a job. (laughs) That's when that Nepo baby has to become a Nepo adult. (laughs) Well, the the Baldwins, though, they're not even just Nepo babies, it's Nepo brothers, it's everything. Like, that's that the Baldwins don't exist Mm -hmm. without Alec. That they're all Nepo, you know, all the way down. This is true. Everything truly rests on Alex. Alex, Alex, he's the good Baldwin. I call him that. Billy's, like, Billy's all right. I mean, like, he's the one with the, yeah, he's the most like successful, the one with the most money. Like, I've been pointing out that Haley Baldwin Bieber needs to pump out a kid, lock down that Bieber money. Um, because whether the mayor, I don't know where their marriage is headed, definitely pump out that kid. Because I always say, she's not from the good Baldwin. She, yeah. she Her dad's one of the like lower tier Baldwin. She's not that much of a Nepo baby, you know? It's true. Secure that. What's now? So produce the Bieber Nepo baby, and then you're set for life. Yes. As a Nepo mother. Well, can can we talk about can we talk about the, the ultimate Nepo babies then? Yes. The, the Royals. The Royals, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Harry's book coming out. Oh, is there something going on with the let's, let's just talk about Harry's book. You know, it drops the day people are listening to this, I believe. That's true. Yeah. Tuesday. Does and this- while we're recording it, I was watching clips from the 60 Minutes interview with Anderson Cooper. Um, I wasn't able to see the, the whole thing, but I was watching clips on uh, 60 Minutes on YouTube. Excuse me. That's a roller coaster. He, he's really uh, burning through that built up capital he's, he's earned for himself over the years. Like, you know, everybody, because, mm-hmm. you know, the, everybody loved Diana. And they liked that Harry was like, was that, you know, well, the, the both Harry and William were but beloved younger, but then William kind of, you know, stuck with the traditional family, all the pomp and circumstance. Yeah. And Harry was the fun one uh, for, mm-hmm. you know, some of the things, you know, maybe not so much, but um, 
Yeah, he's really burning through that now because everything, every interview, every excerpt, everything that's coming out makes him look more and more like an asshole. Yeah. And I don't want to defend. I don't want to side on the 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 royal side. You know, I don't. But the their whole policy of not talking about anything usually hurts them. But in this in this sense, it's helping them because he's just bare. He's just digging a hole for himself, and they they're just like, nope, we're not going to say a thing, and we'll look better. They're giving him enough. What is it? Giving him enough, enough rope. rope to hang himself. Yeah, yeah. He just keeps. I think he feels. I think he started off on, but now it's just built. It's out of control, kind of. I mean, he's talking about their private parts. Mm. We're like definitely things like the the racism, the tension. Like, I guess he, I guess he did beg Charles to not marry Camilla, which Mm -hmm. is amazing. I mean that that kind of stuff. You want to see him as his mother, his beloved mother's son. Mm-hmm. But some of this is just kind of like, yeah, he's gone too far. Some he's like a of, I, I don't, grader, I, I have no interest grader. in reading the book because I, I don't. Maybe there's more salacious things than what already he's t- already talking about. But I, I don't, I don't know. I just don't have much interest. But he's so much has been leaked already. Exactly. I mean, how much more could there be? Some of the stuff is fun. Like I, I'm in, I'm in, like the I. For some reason, I don't think anybody else cares much. I enjoy their nicknames for each other, where uh, he calls he calls William Willie, and mm-hmm. the funnier one is that William calls him Harold, which isn't even his name. His name's Henry, so William just calls him Harold for no reason. I think that's <laughs> delightful, you know. And the, the the in the fist fight that he talked about in the book, which. A lot of people have been quick to defend, being like, "Oh, brothers! They they brothers get in physical fights all the time." Yeah, when they're teenagers, not in their late thirties. I've never thrown that's hands with my brother in my late thirties, early forties. You don't. That's not normal. It's not normal, but I. But at the same time, I also go when I think about it. When I think about you know two upper class posh white British men getting in a fight. I think of the Bridget Jones's diary fight yes. between Mark Darcy and Daniel Cleaver. Exactly. Like I don't think like we like it's like that's assault. And I go, yes, but did he just like it's just such a touch because I cause because I don't think that you should be hitting anybody. But also it was like these two brothers who just were like like one of them, sh- like William shoved him and then Harry fell down and now it's it's blown up into a bigger thing than it was. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying that it's right. I'm still not saying that it's right. I, but I think picture- you guys know what I'm saying, Lee, because yeah. this is a difference than, than, a, than a, a man shoving a woman because there's a, a power dynamic. There's a difference in, in that. Like these are two men who are the same size. Well, and William like, William claims he's bigger. That's why he says he can beat him up in a fight. Like when he was asked several years ago in a ra- like I think it was a radio interview, like who would win in a fight, and he said me because I'm bigger. But that's also that's also a brother thing to yeah. say. Like I it's, think I, that it, like this, I could beat up my brother because I'm older. Like weird, I'm I think smarter it's than funny him. though them fighting. Like, yeah, yeah that's that's what I'm saying. Like this, I'm some of this stuff Frazier is and Niles. Exactly. It's just they're these two kind of. Pampered, prissy guy. I'm picturing a slap fight. Yeah. Maybe one of them took the glove off and challenged him to a duel. Yeah. Like, well, the, this the, isn't, this, yeah, this isn't like a, you know, it's not like William picking Harry up and throwing him to the ground. It was, well, it's, it's I guess it started because William um, called Megan um, 
rude, what was it? Rude, difficult, and abrasive, which let's be honest, is probably true. Cause, and I can be described the same way. That. That, that's a badge of honor. <laughs> it's a badge of honor. <laughs> and then, yeah, then they got into a little tussle and uh, he pushed uh, Harry and Harry just, I guess his, his injury result because cause he fell on the ground onto a dog bowl, like a porcelain dog bowl that broke, which that's, imagine being the dog. That sucks. Poor Corgi just on the ground being don't like, forget, don't forget that that his necklace got broken dog too. Ball. It's oh. China. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Think about yeah, it. This is, like, this is not a crate and barrel. Yeah. This could yeah, be like a 500 year old dog. Bowl. from Petco. Yeah. Yeah, it could be like Wedgwood or I it's, don't know. It's, you know, with made of ivory from their coloni- the colony days. Yeah, it's something, something. Yeah. Nothing about this fight reads as tough. No, That's, no, this is not. This is not fisticuffs. I this. If anything, yeah. I can picture William tr- trying to like push or shove him, and then missing, and and Harry just slips and falls backwards. Like that's yes, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm picturing words being thrown around like scoundrel, rascal. <laughs> <laughs> You you really think very highly of the royal family, at least when it comes to vocabulary. I just can't picture it being tough. Like, no, yeah. I mean, I don't think William could land a land a punch at all. Nor should he be able. Like, honestly, he's the future king of England. Yeah, I don't yeah. think the king of England should know how to punch. They don't really. Like, they they haven't been in the heat of battle in a, a great long while. They don't really have yeah. to throw punches these days. Yeah. But, I, you know, who who knows? But I also think, though, that the the cone of silence is working for the, the monarchy right now. However, Harry and Meghan might have thought it would work in their favor because, hey, we can say these things. We could say whatever we want. So whether it's the truth or not or somewhere in between an exaggeration, they're like, well, we can say this stuff because they're not going to say anything back. So mm-hmm. we could maybe mm-hmm. push the boundaries a little bit more because they're not going to say anything back and they're not going to say anything. So it's like, let's just say it, whether it's, you know, accurate or not. And there are two sides to everything. So I'm not saying that what they're saying is a lie or inaccurate. I'm just saying they felt that they've had the upper hand probably since the Oprah interview. Because it was like, yeah. well, they, did, they didn't That's respond That's where they should have stopped. Yeah. That they didn't respond they then. Then they're not going to respond. It. But it is now, as you said, Nate, it's backfiring because now it just well now Harry's gotten in, keeps coming out. He's gotten himself into like he's in an overshare situation where he's saying things that are just mm-hmm. making him look bad, and they were completely unnecessary. Like when he, mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw, uh, and it's an excerpt that I actually just saw tonight. I hadn't seen yet about um, him addressing him bullying people back in uh, like primary school, like pre Eaton. I think it was called Ludgrove was like his, his, when he was younger, yeah. like t- 10, 12, like 10, 13, like a, our version of junior high, middle school, um, mm-hmm. where he talked about bullying people to get a laugh. Like he was just trying to make other people laugh. So he would bully specific people. And one person, I obviously assume the name has changed. It was a, a girl he referred to as Pat, who was, um, who, who he said was like From a girl. Us. What? From SNL. Yeah, honestly, it could be. Because he, he, the way he described her was that she was short and unattractive and none of the, none of the men found her. Men, they were, these are children. I mean, but none, nobody found her attractive. But he got so – and then he, bu- he bullied <laughs> her incessantly to get laughs from everybody else, even, you know. But the way he described her, it was just so sad, especially for a guy who, who was like 
part of his reputation was built on like, I don't bully people. I'm, you know, I, I care about people. The way I guess. Oh, he's the one who hugs children. Yeah, yeah, and this so there was no this sharing, and I guess this girl had some sort of um, issue with her legs where she literally had to go downstairs walking backwards, like she had something with her hips where she could not walk upstairs forward, so she or walk down, so she'd have literally. So she's, I mean, I don't know if she's literally disabled or what, but she she was different. And, and, and this is all Harry freely people. I've, I've heard as soon as I read this excerpt, people were commenting on it being like, why is he sharing this story? This is not somebody else saying, this is not like a person saying, oh, I knew Harry way back when this is Harry saying it about himself that he, he's basically like, I was an asshole. We would never know this. And if that girl had ever come out and said it, we would have never believed. Yeah. There was no reason. He's just like, that's what I think. Like, Megan's coming off better here. I think she yeah. she has better media training because she yeah. was an, she was a private citizen, a, a no one, you know, compared to him. She grew up normal and she developed into a celebrity and a star. So I think she knows both sides and knows how she's she knows how to handle an interview. Harry grew up in a cage a very privileged sheltered cage and now the floodgates have opened and he can't stop himself. Yeah. And I think he doesn't know when it's too far. He thinks all honesty is good honesty and it's it's not. not. No, it's not. Well, I mean, just like with the admitting that he killed 25 Taliban in Afghanistan. Look, everybody assumes that you were in, that you were in the armed services in Afghanistan that you killed people. Yeah, like you yeah. saw active duty. Mm-hmm. People assume that you killed people. But yeah, like you don't you don't talk about like the notches on your yeah. on your you don't, you know, you rifle don't, butt. You like, don't brag you about do. it, especially with a, yeah. a group that is once again in power and is putting his yeah. family in danger. Because the Taliban essentially released a statement saying, like, what? You know, they're like, oh, this is new information. You know that you're worried about your security. Yeah, you're so worried about your security, yet you're willing to like say that. And now you live in Los Angeles, yeah. and you are, are not even Los Angeles. You know, Santa Barbara, Montecito. Yeah. Like you, you don't even have the best security around you. Like yeah, let's you lost, be honest. You lost that security, let's be yeah. really honest. There's- but there was an interesting. Um, I was listening to the Times. Uh, they're like uh, one of their radio shows and they were talking to a guy who was like, because apparently Harry went back and wanted to change some stuff and some stuff needed to be added because of the queen's death. And then there's the rumors that he wanted to change a bunch of things. Um, And this guy made a really good point. He was like, look, he wanted to change stuff, but the publishers were like, no. And they have him by the balls because he did it for the money. He did it for the money. Whereas like when Diana and, um, and Andrew Morton, and Andrew Morton, but Diana and Prince Charles, but either did like interviews or books like to get stuff out. Mm-hmm. They didn't do it for the money or, or like they were doing the interviews with the BBC. And so that's, that's public. They could, they could pull out at any time. They weren't beholden yeah. to any money. Harry's kind of sold himself and he's kind of figuring this out now that there's, it's a very different 
part, like money plays a big part of this. So if you say you're going to do something, you've got, you have to do it. You can't, you can't go back on that. And so that's a big growing up for him in the real world to realize that like, yeah, you pay for things and you can't just go around saying all this stuff. Cause, and also in another note, it makes us think too, you were willing to say all this stuff while granny was still alive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you were going to let this stuff out on a 93 year old woman who was already sad about this already. Cause you were her favorite grandchild. Do you think when they, he went back to change things, it was just to add things or like, Regarding no, I think he wanted death? stuff taken out. Oh, because I was like, do you think now that she was dead that he thought we can punch it up? She's not, like, we could go even farther. I think he wanted stuff taken out. That's what I've heard. That Those are the rumors that he wanted stuff taken out. Maybe he added stuff in, but I just think that's, I mean, I don't. Um, I think. What I think he's... it's just a tacky book. I think it could have been a good book. And I think because of like a lot of these leaks and we're hearing a lot of the salacious stuff, the salacious stuff is very salacious. I'd rather it be tame salacious. So I just was like, oh, you know, like it's just been interesting hearing like his thoughts more about like, unfortunately, like his mother's death and how he dealt with that and that passing. It'd be interesting to know more about his relationship with William and his relationship with dad. I really appreciate like him talking about how he didn't want his dad to marry Camilla. They didn't want mm-hmm. that to happen. Mm-hmm. And like those things about like, but him like acknowledging that his dad is happy with her and that that was good to see, but he didn't necessarily want the marriage. And so those things are interesting to me. Like, of course the salacious stuff is, but that also kind of gives me the ick. Well, he, he, I think he's overplaying. He overestimates his value here. And then like you were saying, the way he's important is in the context of the royal family. Mm-hmm. We want to know about things like with Camilla and Charles and William and Kate. That stuff's interesting. But now he's going, he thinks we're personally invested in the minutia of his life. I don't need to know about his, uh, his bris. <laughs> I don't need to know about things about that. like that. And he thinks... He just thinks like Especially since more, he's Church of England. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, just I like the more he's he's like going just all over the place. I don't know who helped him, like, because there should have been uh especially with major books like these, you have a ghostwriter, but you he have does. people. He has at the and, Andre Agassiz's ghostwriter. They, I thought you were gonna say Andre Agassi, and I was him. like, that is a plot twist. Wow. Because <laughs> his value is in the, the story of the royal family and some of this weird stuff, like like you said, bullying a disabled girl, yeah. peeing his pants. Like We didn't need to know. It's either useless or damaging, and it's just it's not why people are paying – what people are paying him millions of dollars to hear. But I think he thinks – it's finally the limelight's on him now, and he thinks we want to hear it all. The but o- he's still viewed through the lens of the Windsors. The only thing I can think of for some of these overshares is that he's like doing like a like an eight mile situation, like the end of eight mile, when uh like Eminem's character B Rabbit starts saying all the things that the other person was going to say about him to get it out there. Like that Harry's just saying all these things that he like, so somebody else doesn't come out with how big a bully he was. He'll say, yes, I was a bully. This is how I've changed. Cause otherwise, why would you even, why would you even tell those stories? 
I only think you have to do a preemptive strike like that if you know that story's coming. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But, like, bullying in junior high, like, that's not going to gain traction for him. No. Against him. I mean, you kind of assume a a royal, you know, in in a a very, you know, upscale, you know, primary school. You'd assume there was bullying there of some kind. Honestly, I assume that, like, 85% of, like, middle school boys are bullying somebody Mm -hmm. like honestly whether it's another boy or a girl or whatever like they they're they're they're, it's just that time of life like i you could not you could not pay me a billion dollars to go back to middle school oh god i will do high school over again it sucked but i would do high school over again but middle school fuck no that was the most damaging time of my life but at the same time like everybody's going through. I'm not saying like, we all should go. It's not like hazing. It just is like that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody knows. But yeah, it's like, it's like, look, if she, yeah, if she came out and said it, then like, yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about this dude. Well, yeah. Something yeah. you brought up, Jordan, though, about it was that like, Charles wants to trim the fat on the royal family and Harry leaving helps give an out like in ways of like getting rid of some properties, maybe doing things. And I also mentioned that the thing, the crazy thing is even though he's so old and he does a lot of things wrong, King Charles is actually very much a progressive and is progressive on a lot of things. He's been more outspoken on politics. He tends, it tends to be kind of obvious. He's a little bit left of center when it comes politically, but he's not allowed to say anything. He, he, he pushes, um, he's pushes organics. He pushes mm-hmm. alternative fuels and his, his Jaguar runs on like canola oil or yeah. something like that. He's been like a naturalist for years and he's a conservationist and also like, like the prince's trust and everything. Like that's really big in helping young people um, get ahead. And so, so he's progressive on a lot of things. So I thought it was interesting. Like you were talking about the, like uh, getting rid of Kensington palace and stuff. Oh yeah. He, um, so there were, I read this before the queen died. What uh, Prince Charles has always promised to do when he became king is trim down the HRHs, which, you know, Harry and Meghan no longer are. HRHs, his, her Royal Highness. They're the top tier Royals who are, supported by the government and um right now under the queen there were a lot of them extended family cousins all that you know he wants to narrow it because the monarchy has to evolve in order to stay relevant and that means being a little bit more fiscally responsible people resent them having yachts and planes which they got rid of so he wants to keep the hrh down to the main line him, William, William's kids, and then kind of let these other loser royals, no. Damn. <laughs> the, these peripheral royals support themselves. And so part of, like, because when people say Harry was cut off, it has always been part of the plan to scale back the royals who are being supported. Things like the rumors is Pens- Kensington Palace, people move out. You know, William and Kate have moved to Windsor primarily. Uh, Harry and Meghan left. And now it houses mostly extended royal family and things like that. As they die off or move out, start closing up the palace. So the government isn't supporting 
this massive complex of royal homes. So it's not all, what I'm trying to say is it's not all vindictive. I mean, I'm sure they're happy to punish him a bit, but it's always been a plan to scale back the budgets for supporting these people, including William and Harry. I'm sorry, including never William. Yeah, I think William's good. He's the future king. Harry, though, I mean, Harry's the closest to the core where you'd think he'd be supported. But people like Beatrice and Eugenie, the accountants have accountants have a, a target on their backs. They don't yeah. want to support the lesser the lesser royals. Look, look, Princess Anne's kids don't even have royal titles mm-hmm. because because she and her husband Mark Phillips decided that they weren't going to give their kids. They didn't want their kids to be working royals. They were going to let them have a life. I mean, yeah, that's when I kind of go. Princess Anne was the shit. Like <laughs> Princess Anne and Princess Margaret, I think are the most the cool interesting ones. royals ever. The cool ones, and there yeah. should just be like series just about them, the two of them. <laughs> yeah. You know, by the way, shifting continents. Go Back on. to ours. Um, there are some other people out of work because of royalty, you could say, over here. <laughs> Ooh. Pull that mic closer to your mouth and tell us all about it. <laughs> well, I'm sure I'm sure our the PCP audience is fully aware that Lisa Rinna is off Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. What? No longer holding no. a diamond. No longer. No longer. No long the crown proved too heavy. Mm-hmm. Remember, she she took a swipe at, at Vanderpump for that. The crown proved too heavy. Bravo took it back. Lisa Rinna is no longer, I guess, I guess, um, instead of an HRH, an FTH, she is not a full-time housewife. She's not a cast member. (laughs) King Andy has rescinded her privileges. Oh, my gosh. Honestly, I didn't think it was going to happen. I thought she was going to be back for another season. I didn't think they would do it either. I really thought I, I'll give her credit. I'm not a big fan of hers. Like I, I've she never been. Us, fuck her. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. She's not a big fan of ours either. So <laughs> never mind. Let's relish in this unemployment. I was a fan of her before, but she's just kind of like. Yeah. The one thing I will say is she did earn her paycheck. She went yeah. too far, but she. She moved, she got her hands dirty in ways other Beverly Hills housewives would not. So when things were boring, she would stir the pot and push a story, create one sometimes. But I didn't know how, I know there are rumors that essentially Bravo caved to Kathy Hilton's demands. And Mm -hmm. I don't think it's all that. I think uh, Kathy Hilton doesn't want to see people unemployed. She's not that I, I think she wanted to see Rena knock see Rena and Erica knocked it taken down a notch because they were like two they were like Siamese twins this at this last reunion, just an echo chamber backing the each other. The correct term up. is conjoined. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Wait, that's not preferred nomenclature anymore. But go on. No. Go on. I'll never remember the yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so I don't think she rallied to get her fired, and I don't think she has the kind of power with Bravo to get a long time out. So I fired. But I think Rinna has been, you know, at the last reunion, she said, "Put me on pause." Yeah. 
And then in her Instagram stories, she's blaming production. She's blaming Andy. She's blaming Bravo. That is like the, that's the worst thing a housewife can do is blame production. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. Well, it's one of the stages of grief, Jordan, and she's grieving. <laughs> so we will give her that. But yeah, no, everybody yeah. sees right through it. Well, do you think, are they bringing back Denise? You had said that they were bringing back Denise. I had said that? Yes, that she'd been out to lunch with like Sutton and stuff. Like, Oh, back. there was that. She was teasing it. I don't really know. There is an open playing field. You know, there are spots open. I don't think Denise should come back. I don't think they'd ask her. She wasn't a good housewife. She was a novelty. She was a friend of, in my opinion. Yeah, she's a good friend of because... She could have been a great housewife, but it, the second season did her in when she wasn't willing to like talk about stuff. Yeah, and that's the problem is that you you have to talk about stuff. I saw a lot of things on Twitter because I put out there just a reminder because Rena's gone doesn't mean Denise Richards was a great housewife. Yeah. You know, she ran away when things got dirty, and people were like, "But she was so fun," and maybe if she wasn't steamrolled with a bad storyline and had yeah. casts who were supportive. That's not how housewives work. It's yeah. confrontation and conflict. And mm -hmm. she ran. Yeah. She, you know, Erica called LVP a coward for ditching the last, her last reunion. Denise was a bit of a coward. She showed up to the reunion, but she skipped like the last third of her season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So who else does that leave? What? I was like, who else does that leave who can come back? Maybe they'll just go a new direction and bring in new people. Yeah. A lot I of people like only for Brandy to come back, but mm -hmm. she has other stuff, I feel like. Yeah, Brandy's doing well. I don't think Kathy wants to be full-time. I mean, that's a commitment. There's a different mm -hmm. commitment. I've bring seen rumors Kim. that... Bring back Kim. Kim Richards? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Let's that get them be, all on. Even if Kathy's just a friend of, let's get them all on. <laughs> that would be unprecedented, except for like like season one, season two, mm -hmm. where they they've there's only been like one scene from where all three sisters are together, pretty much. But to have them for a season and not just a ten minute segment, mm -hmm. that's a whole. That's a Ryan Murphy special. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was about to say, it was like, well, how do we, if it's Ryan Murphy, though, how do we figure in the sex for that? And I was like, oh, Maurizio, that's how we get the sex in. I'm not going to say how with Maurizio. I'm going to keep my mouth shut on that one, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we'll see. I mean, I think, I think, you know, we may have missed you guys for the last couple of weeks. Um, at least being live, played old episodes or uh, another one that we had, but uh, we definitely missed everybody. We had, sure and uh, oh, you know what? We're not going to beg for a million followers on Instagram, but you know, look, if you're willing to give Ilaria Baldwin a follow, you should give Pretty Corrupt Podcast a follow. So <laughs> mm -hmm. we are a Pretty Corrupt Podcast on Instagram and TikTok and Pretty Corrupt One on Twitter. Definitely. You can follow Don Gumbelson. You can follow Lee Rat as well. You can follow all the three of us individually. Make Please that do. happen. In the new year, new year, near you. I can't talk. I would think I would get a new mouth. 
this year, but no. <laughs> we'll name one of our seven. Wait, how many does she have? We'll name one of our seven Nepo Baldwin, our seven babies after. For a what? <laughs> I don't know. I I'm doing this. some like. I followed the logic, so, sort of. Yeah, yeah. I, it kind of sounds like I'm only expecting seven follows out of that pitch, so each one will get it. Yeah, because it was them. it was pretty. There's yeah. some math. It involves Baldwin kids, and if we could of, get a nepo baby to follow us, that would be amazing. Do we have any? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I know some nepo babies. I'll have to go through the list. If yeah. you're a nepo baby and you're following us. Give us a sh- DM us. Be like, yo. And if you if you start following us, send us a DM. Be like, yo. Actually, this is the thing, though. And this is the key. Another casting tip. Hey, if you want people to see your DMs, though, because of things, make a comment on a post and then, and to be like, mm-hmm. check your DMs, I left you a message. Because that's what I had to do with casting. I'd be like, finding people. I'd be like, yo, I'm casting for this show. I'd like leave a comment on a, on a post. And then I'd say, check your DMs, and then I will have DM'd them. So, yeah, do that. Let us know, because sometimes they get hidden. They get hidden for weeks, yeah, months even. I'm like, well, I didn't know this was here. Apologies. We're saying we don't see them sometimes, even though we check all the time. Mm-hmm. Because they get, there are like four different folders. It's yeah. primary, general, hidden. No, primary, requests, general, request, then hidden requests. I mean, you have to dig deep, and sometimes they get misdirected. So, mm-hmm. yeah. well, we we promise to do we promise to do better with our DMs <laughs> in, in the new year. It's our new year's <laughs> resolution: <laughs> slide into our DMs. We promise to do better. <laughs> it, it just occurred to me, real quick, before like, the the levels of nepotism within the Baldwins. Billy Baldwin's wife, China Phillips, famously oh. nepotism baby. There you go. There you go. Hmm. So many. So many. So many. Well, and just think about it, too. Um, you know, Ireland Baldwin, she's got nepotism on both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her mom, Kim Basinger, like, hello. Ultimate. Ultimate mm-hmm. right there. Wow. Yeah. So if you're a nepo baby, give us a shout out. We want to hear from you. Because we believe in you. We yeah. do not. We're not haters. We not don't resent. Tori Spelling, an example. We don't resent you for what you were born with. We're probably fascinated by your parents, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> to yeah. be honest. Yes. So, I mean, I, I just recognize the chaos that is the universe, and we just don't we don't get to choose where we're born. It's true. If I was a nepo baby, I would take full advantage of it. That's all I'm Absolutely. saying. Absolutely, I would just. I be, I'm hoping my children will be considered Nepo babies one day. I mean, that's the American dream. It, it means you've made it. It is. If you're, if you're so successful that your success overshadows your children, that's pretty big. Would you rather this year, Jordan, for you, be the year of the like financial business success or romantic success so you can start to get those kids to make them Nepo babies? I couldn't make them Napo if I was in the financial state I am today. Well, no. All you have to so. do is have children with somebody famous and rich. There you go. You lock that you you that's two birds, one stone right there. Another reason for the Napo is to slide into our DMs or yes. just mine in particular. Jordan needs well, a wife. Yeah. So Napo babies, 
They have some Nepo jewelry. Pretty nice. He's a nice Jewish boy from the Valley. Like, hello. (laughs) Hello. You're not like, he's so sweet. Like, he slid into my DMs and it wasn't a dick pic. It was amazing. Yeah. It's a friendship. It became yeah. a business. Like, look at this. This is how good this, this Shana Putnam right here is. Like, look at this. Look at this. Oh, look man. at this face. Yes. Look at, this has become a dating service for you now, Jordan. Yeah. Yes. The, the Shana Karat podcast. The Shana Karat, <laughs> Shana Karat Putnam. I like that. Yeah. There you go. It's PCP again. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Well, I can't spell. I guess we'll. Um, adios. Because no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it.